Hi, and welcome to the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. I'm excited to welcome Sophie Nichols to the podcast today. Sophie is our new high school director. Hi, Sophie. Hello. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to have you. This is going to be fun. All right. Let's start with who you are, where you grew up, your family life, education, work history, whatever you want to share. We would love to hear about you. Sure. So I uh, came to San Diego um, from the LA area. That's actually uh, where I grew up, where I was born and raised in the South Bay community, which if you're familiar with it, is a little bit north of Long Beach, south of LAX Airport. Uh, it is a, um, a place that uh, loves to be next to the ocean. I grew up in a family that loved beach time and um, outside of my family, the two communities that uh, shaped who I am or most were a part of my life were uh, the public schools that I went to, and then a Presbyterian church. Those were kind of my two main circles. And I was there until I went away to college. I went to Gordon College on the North Shore of Boston in Massachusetts. And I spent four years there um, making new friends, enjoying the seasons, seeing it snow for the first time. Uh, I got to be a young life leader during that time. So I got a taste of what ministry could be like. I was working with high school students and uh, putting on program and activities and uh, learning how to care for people that were uh, teenagers while I was there. And I loved all of that and then returned back to LA and took a job at a church near my hometown. And that's where I've been for the past five-ish years, been serving in ministry uh, there. And that's how I made my way to La Jolla. Do you have siblings? I do have siblings. I am a big sister to uh, two siblings. I have a sister three years younger and I have a brother that's 10 years younger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Big age difference. So you're kind of a surrogate mom. (laughs) <laughs> oh, definitely. Yes. He didn't love that so much, but now I think he appreciates having all the big sisters and everything. Yeah. Definitely. Of course he does. <laughs> I love yeah. that. So uh, when did you start at LJPC? Because with COVID, I think we all agree that our brains are like mush when it comes to time. Uh-huh. It's all no blurry. concept of Sophie, have you been here for 10 years? Mm-hmm. Have you been here for two weeks? We have no concept of what's <laughs> of what has been happening in our world. So Definitely. how did you start at the church and how did you find out about the job? And, you know, what was your interest in that to begin with? I started here officially the middle of September. So it's been four months, uh, not 10 years. That's yes, funny. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, I started in September after um, a search of looking for a community, a church that was going to be a good fit mutually for me to serve at. Um, I was looking to serve in student ministry, to be working with high school students, and uh, after God leading me 
you know, on that path, as it happens for a lot of people, it's just unknowns about where that's going to be or what the people will be like. And so it is so exciting when um, there's a door opened and, and a place that becomes clear to be kind of your next spot. And so um, I'm thrilled to be here. It is uh, such a strange time to be starting new, but also open with possibility. And I'm looking forward to what's ahead. Yes, right. So uh, why high school ministry? Uh, what is the call that God placed on your heart for this season of your life? What's your interest in that? It's been made clear to me in big ways and small ways by God through my experience of serving in ministry, working with students that I just, I love being with them. I love spending time with students as they navigate that critical period of, of our life. I love that students are asking really big questions, that there's a lot of discomfort. I, I find a lot of joy in that discomfort. I think that asking our identity forming, who am I? Who do I want to be? Who is God? And how am I connected to God in any way? And I, I take a lot of yeah, I find I find joy in that. It's something that gives me life that uh, I want to be continuing in my life to be a available presence as students uh, go through that. Mm-hmm. I think you're very special and rare because I think a lot of people don't like middle and high schoolers. They don't like those teen years. I personally love the teen years. Mm-hmm. I'm rare too. Uh, if I was going to work with any age group, it would be teenagers. And I really enjoyed my kids through the teenage years. And, uh, but most people kind of run <laughs> the opposite direction. So kudos to you and thank you for, for following that call. So this has been a challenging time um, in our world with COVID to move and begin a new job. Uh, so how has that been for you? How was it, how was it like finding a place to live and, kind of adjusting to a new job with the masks and just the the fact that there's not a lot that you can do with high school ministry right now. How, how have you been navigating that? Yeah, I always appreciate when people recognize that it's a challenge. It's It has been. I think everything just, there's a few extra steps that need to be taken, finding a place to live, uh, meeting people, trying to remember names when you can only see half of somebody's face. I'm experiencing La Jolla Presbyterian in a season uh, that isn't typical. And so when I come into service, I have my temperature taken and there's tape on the ground and I sit very far away from people. And all of that is out of protection and love for our neighbor and care. And it also is is very challenging to feel like I'm really getting a good picture of how things can be. But through that, I've been able to see the immense creativity of the staff members, of the ways people are committed to pressing forward and moving through these challenges. Um, there's the option to shut down and to decide that the doors are closed and that uh, we can't continue. And I've seen the opposite. I've seen people uh, really strive to 
make individual connections and find out what needs are and continue to gather the congregation together. And as we are working with students, that means uh, reaching out to families, trying to find out how people are doing and communicating to them that just because we are all in our homes or distant doesn't mean that we have to be separated or disconnected from one another and from what God has for us together. So I, I've been challenged. I've also just been very inspired to see people who are actively charging to continue the work of this place. Mm -hmm. Well, I want you to know that I appreciate you so much because mm-hmm. I feel like you're an answer to prayer, not only for our church, but for our family personally, because you know my daughter, Morgan, yes. and you're friends with my daughter, Morgan. Mm-hmm. And here she was called to be the high school director at Solana Beach Presbyterian. And that was before you were called to be the high school director at La Jolla Press. And so when you were called, I thought, yes, Lord, we have a young girl that's at La Jolla Press. We have a young girl that's at Solana Beach Press, and they both are trying to figure out high school ministry in COVID. They've both been hired in COVID. Mm -hmm. And so thank you, Lord, for giving my daughter and you someone to kind of do this with, to talk with, even though, of course, our churches are different and the way they're handling the pandemic and the, the culture. But, um, but what a gift you are for my daughter and for our family and for our church that you're here and you're making it happen. So I know that uh, high school ministry is not easy, even in the best of circumstances. But talk to us a little bit about developing relationships with students in the midst of a pandemic and how you've maybe had to be creative in that or what have been some of the challenges in that or just personally the struggles uh, that you have felt um, trying to make that happen? Like how, how are you dealing with that? Yeah, I'm very grateful for, for your family, like you were saying, and for the opportunity to have somebody else or community in the struggle and what's going on and starting Mm -hmm. something new. So it's very special. Mm -hmm. I think that everything that normally would be uh, recognized as the path forward in starting a new role is about, it's all about making relationships and forming bonds and getting to know students through something like going on a trip, which we obviously can't do through um, sharing food, which hasn't been something we've done. all the things that were taken away or that were not options for me to connect with students. I'm grateful that we currently have the resources to have an outdoor campus. Uh, The weather has been kind to us. We can continue to meet out on a patio safely. And so getting to see students who come to our program, who are coming to spend time with one another and further their involvement with Sunhouse here at the church. It's been special to get to meet them and some of their families. I know that there are more that will come that I will get to know. All of that is happening slowly but surely. And I want to be faithful in continuing to show up and continuing to practice those small acts that allow me to uh, make my presence known as somebody who is available and here and uh, wants to care 
for high school students. And uh, sometimes that means that I send mail, I send a letter to a student who we haven't seen and introduce myself um, in the next coming months. It's going to look like video sermons or messages that they can engage with virtually. And so all of those new strategies and techniques are going to be really key to be consistent with as I move forward. Mm-hmm. I know every, every ministry person has, has had to be very creative during yes. this time yes. to figure out connection. It's, it's a job that's all about connection. <laughs> Yes. So that that's very challenging. Well, I know that uh, the Holy Spirit has not abandoned you or the ministry during this time. And so share with us a little bit about what some of the, the joys, the breakthroughs, the wins, um, the ways that you've seen the Lord moving in the high school group. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, a little frog in my throat. And um, some of the cool things that you've been able to be a part of the last few months. Yes. So I think, like I said, meeting students as they've been coming to uh, hang out at the Sunhouse patio and getting to know uh, their favorite memories of being a part of the high school program is very fun. Uh, we like to talk about the future when we what will we do when we can all go back and in, inside or to an event or to a baseball game or something like that. Uh, I drive by the school and I uh, pray for the students that are enrolled there that are all in their homes and uh, the chance that one day I will get to go on campus and cheer for them at their games and uh, care for the school and that community in ways um, unknown to me now, but that I'm looking forward to doing. I think that one of my goals is to continue to talk with the awesome team that's here with the family ministries team and the wider staff and hear about the legacy that Sunhouse has in this community, uh, the ways that it impacts outside of the La Jolla community, the Mexico trips, the opportunities students have had to you know, go to uh, camp together, to share meals together, to be student leaders, to gather weekly, all of the community that exists there. I love to hear about the traditions and the favorite games or memories that they share with one another. So that story, that bigger narrative, getting to enter into that feels like an honor. Mm, I love that, Sophie. That's so cool. What a precious gift you are to us. Such a blessing and to our kids. And you know what? I do the same thing. Whenever I drive by the high school, I, I stick up my hands and I pray over that high school. And yeah. I hope everyone hearing this starts doing that. Whenever they drive by a school, that they that they start um, just anointing it with the power of Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there is power in prayer and that we should be praying more for our schools and for our teachers and the students for sure. Um, so nor it's not normal right now, but it will be at some point soon. We're yeah. hoping, yeah. we're assuming <laughs> and, and praying. Uh, and so do you have anything planned for the spring in particular? Yes. Uh, right now we're continuing to meet outside and that's happening on Sunday nights. 
we can do uh, little things together to keep those connections happening. One thing. So, so tell us what that looks like. Yeah, that's going to be um, on the Sunhouse patio right now. We are going to be doing movie nights. Uh, the church has recently added to the collection of fun things, a giant inflatable screen and what we call silent disco headphones. So there are these wireless noise canceling headphones that connect to what's the sound system. And so you can watch a movie and have it right in your ears, which is a great social distance outside activity that we will be doing uh, some fun movie nights. I don't want to give away what movies, but that will be a great time <laughs> together. Uh, something else that the high schoolers are getting excited to be a part of is a uh, drive-through COVID edition of the Pancake Breakfast fundraiser oh. for Baja Christian Ministries and house building in Mexico, which I know is a longstanding tradition and very important here. And I'm looking forward to gathering them. We're going to be having that in April for the community to be able to support this mission we have. Uh, we're not going to be able to travel to Mexico to swing hammers and construct the house ourselves, but we're gonna be able to sponsor that home to be built. And just because we can't go doesn't mean that there's not a list of families in need of a home. And we wanna be able to keep that happening even in this time. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are looking to raise the funds to build a house, and we'll be very excited to do that through our drive-through. Good. How how is that going to look? The drive-through pancake breakfast. Tell us, you know, uh, pretend like we're there and we're driving through it. What is that going to look like? Yeah. So if you've been to one of the mission food drives, it'll be similar. That'll be out front, mm -hmm. and there will be stations with students and volunteer adults. A couple different spots who are going to be welcoming you, welcoming you in with signs and excitement and the opportunity to tell you maybe about uh, the trip that they have taken to Mexico or their involvement uh, with the ministry and house building. And they're going to move you through as you gather your essentials for the packaged pancakes. So there will be a coffee station where somebody is going to hand you hot coffee. There will be a boxed uh, like a to-go box of some delicious fresh pancakes that we'll be making out there. There will be juice, all your utensils. You'll get to drive through and, and see all of us and say hello in a safe way. And the opportunity to give and to donate towards uh, this mission that we want to be able to provide a home for somebody. And the reason we chose pancakes is because that's something that the church knows and recognizes as a yearly tradition of mm -hmm. sending students to be able to go and build and, and have that experience. I love that. Engaging the church as a whole with the youth, yes. which we haven't been able to do much this year. Right. So that's wonderful. And so what is the date of that again? That is. It's in April, you said, I think. April, yes. Probably on a Saturday. I'll have to get the exact date That's for you. okay. That's okay. Everyone who's listening, just look out for that in April. It'll be in the announcements. And and um, that sounds like a really fun opportunity to do that. So I love the creativity. Yes. 
trying all we can. I know. That's wonderful. Uh, what about, uh, has there any been any word about summer camps this summer? Is it, are any of the camps going to be open? Or are they talking about that? I know nobody knows for sure, but what's the word on that? Good question. Uh, we are looking at what camps will be operating and, and what that will require. I definitely intend for there to be some camp like experience, whether that's being able to go away in late summer after we've had the option to be vaccinated so that we can do that safely or uh, something maybe more local that is uh, kind of an alternative. But I I definitely am looking forward to camp happening. And I think that that's going to be a great uh, homecoming, exciting kind of experience people to have camp together this summer. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's exciting. Um, okay. So I have some quick questions for you, or we can take as long as we want, whatever, <laughs> whatever. but they're just uh, a few more get to know you better questions. Okay. Um, so what are some of your hobbies? Mm, I think that I've had pretty typical quarantine pandemic hobbies, like <laughs> a lot of people lately. Puzzles. <laughs> puzzles. We did a lot of puzzles over Christmas. Uh, very indoorsy kinds of things you know um one of the fun things that i added in quarantine was printing my pictures i think a lot of us with iphones uh, we take pictures and they just live on there forever or in the cloud or wherever they go and I started having them at the end of the month printed out for me to see and putting them just haphazardly in this book, just kind of taping them in to track my experience this year. And sometimes I'll write kind of a little quick note about, you know, a sign that says beach closed or a picture of something that I put a lot of effort into baking because I had the time or the you know, a picture from church or something that was unusual or new this year. And I've been trying to kind of document it for memory's sake. So that's a little bit of an extra practice that I've added in trying to keep track of what this has been like. I think it'll be fun to look back on or for someone else to look back on at Mm -hmm. some point. And um, I, I want to do a better job just in general of remembering, of remembering the good stuff, the hard stuff, the ways God has worked. And if I don't write it down or if I don't snap a quick picture, I won't. And so uh, that has been special to me to look back and, and even just in the past months, be able to see ways God has worked in my life. Mm-hmm. Love that. Great idea. Um, so are you a mountains person, desert or a beach person? I, I, I'm going to assume you're a beach person because that's where you grew up, but who knows? You could be something different. Absolutely. Definitely a beach person. I get kind of panicky if I go inland for too long. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, even though this is the first, well, I was born in San Luis Obispo, uh-huh. so I was born near the water, but when sure. I was five, my family moved to Bakersfield, so we moved inland, Yeah, and then I didn't end up back at the beach until we moved to La Jolla 16 years ago, mm-hmm. and so my my family laughs at me because whenever we travel away from the beach, 
as soon as we're coming back, I, I kind of breathe in and I sniff and I, and I say, mm-hmm. Oh, I can breathe again. Ah, the air. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like as soon as I go away from the beach, I become like congested and yes. <laughs> have, have problems. So <laughs> I'm a beach girl too. Yes. All right. So tell um, us about your most memorable ministry experience. It could be funny, serious, whatever you want. <laughs> Most memorable I, memorable. I think a lot of them are probably insignificant, seemingly to other people. I think um, a lot of them are, the theme would be that they're with students who I've seen grow. Maybe somebody I met as a sixth grader and all of a sudden I'm watching them lead as a 12th grader and that could bring me to tears or be so special. I think their little moments in seeing students grasp uh, who they are, who God has created them to be. There's maybe nothing more exciting than that. I think a lot of the memorable moments are are small like that, where I'm just noticing uh, God in, in their lives. Mm. But then there's a lot of fun ones. There are uh, countless camp trips. I love summer camp especially that is always something that creates a lot of lasting memories when you go away from your routines and from home together there's a bond that forms there chokes there are little things that happen that if you weren't there they don't make any sense but they're so special to everyone who got to experience it all of that mm-hmm. and so uh, definitely those moments. Um, I've been grateful to have the experience of going to Mexico for house building in a similar way that this community does. And that is something that I think everyone should experience and be a part of to show up somewhere to a dirt plot where there's nothing. And then uh, through the training and the skills and the people you've brought along and some rusty tools, you're able to work together and build something that's going to protect and outlast your stay there. And partnering with a ministry that makes that happen week after week is, is very special. So yeah, those are, those are some of the ones that come to mind. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, you will have many years of building houses in Mexico (laughs) with our church. Um, all right. Well, what makes your heart sing? What, what brings you joy in life? Hmm, that's a good question. I think anything that is a combination of being with people that I love, quality time, uh, usually that's with good food or with mm. a beautiful setting or the opportunity to experience that together. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have lots of little joys in life, but I think that that's, that's a big one for me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us about your ideal day. If you could set up and mm-hmm. I know it doesn't have to do with coming into work. So don't say that to be PC. <laughs> it's a day off. Okay. It's your ideal day. You can craft it however you want. What, what does mm-hmm. it look like? I think in the morning it's raining. Mm. but it's, it's not going to rain all day. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, as I'm getting up, getting ready, yeah, you wake up to rain. Yeah. And rain always makes me want a bagel for breakfast. Mm. I want like a good hot bagel, 
maybe a spicy one like jalapeno cheddar bagel so i'm gonna have a good breakfast probably some good coffee and then because i have free time before me i can make my way out to hmm, i probably am gonna go to the beach maybe spend some time reading in my beach chair and yeah just listening to the waves and people playing and enjoying a nice beach setting and then uh accomplishing something that i feel has meaning and so i hmm, probably something from my to-do list or calling a friend or talking with someone about how they're doing would be a great afternoon activity. And then maybe, I don't know, watching some TV or after, after a day winding down. It sounds very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite type mm-hmm. of food? I like dinner food. Yeah, I love Mexican food. I could have tacos probably every night mm-hmm, and be very content. That mm-hmm. would be fine with me. Um, my favorite food itself is potatoes. I love them cooked <laughs> just about any way. I, I love, love it. Potatoes. I love that. So uh, <laughs> that's something that, yeah, I love that. I grew up in an area that had a lot of uh Asian representation so I went to school with a lot uh, specifically Japanese students mm, mm. and so a lot of my childhood was trading the peanut butter and jelly and Cheez-Its from my lunch with spam asubi and uh, ramen and nice. delicious Japanese food of my classmates like literal trade nice and um so I I love um, any type of um, Asian foods. Um, that's something that I enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great visual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything you'd like to add before we close today? Yeah, I just, I want to say thank you to anyone who's listening that has welcomed me or made me, um, feel a part of this place already. If you're listening and you, are a high school student or you know a high school student in your life who you think could use some connection or community or an opportunity to discover who God is in this time, um, I would encourage you to send me an email or a text or find me, track me down on the patio after church. Um, I love getting to know people here. And so I'm looking forward to doing that more. Mm -hmm. All right. I love it. All right. Thank you, Sophie, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful director of communications, Jim Sedgwick.